The weekend is finally here. Hello, welcome to the Friday edition of the Y'all Show. And we are ready for the weekend. We've gone through a big election this week. We've had tragedy in California in the last 24 hours or so. And we just need to all take a breather over the weekend and get back to norm, we hope, next week. I'm John Rawl. This is the show all about the South. We'll have more on that California shooting in just a second as we go through the headlines of the South. But, of course, that being a big enough of a mass shooting, unfortunately, once again, we're talking about something like this on the Y'all Show. Also, we'll have information on what's going on with President Trump. And we have other information, including, hey, Tim Tebow. Some good stuff going on for Tim Tebow. And we'll tell you about it in just a few minutes. Later this hour, we'll have General Gridiron. As the general will be stopping by with his predictions for Saturday's football games. Who's going to win the big game between Boston College and Clemson? Clemson has a trap game in Chestnut Hill this weekend. And we'll tell you all about it when General Gridiron stops by in just a little bit. We'll also have later this hour a rewind like we do each Friday. And we're going to only rewind back to yesterday. 24 hours ago, we had Howie Morgan on the Y'all Show. And Howie who is a political pundit, he is the czar of the Election Impact Group, has worked with Republicans and Democrats all around the country, and I had him stop by and talk about this election, what it means, and his thoughts on it. So we'll have a portion of our interview from Thursday later this hour in our Friday Rewind here on the Y'all Show. And then when we, when we get to hour two, we'll start it off with our usual the double play of David Lee Murphy with a little party crowd and dust on the bottle. And then we'll move over to a song that is appropriate for this weekend. This weekend marks the 100th anniversary of the ending of World War I, Armistice Day, on November 11th at the 11th hour. 11-11 at the 11th hour, this awful war, which claimed, I think, a million lives, maybe more, I'm sure it was more. I know at least 100,000 Americans died in that war. It came to an end in 1918. And this weekend, all around the country, and especially in the South, people are remembering the end of World War I. And we're going to play probably the most famous American song from that war, Over There. That will be played as we start off Hour 2 on today's show. And I'll throw out some World War I info. As I've said here recently, I've really started to pay more attention to that war as a military enthusiast like I am, it's been neglected, and we encourage you all to learn more about people like Eddie Rickenbacker, the great American fighter ace of World War I. And you also had Sergeant Alvin C. York from Tennessee, who <laughs> killed about two dozen Germans and then took over 140, I think, prisoner. One guy. An amazing story there, Sergeant York from World War One. So we'll have some WW1 talk at the start of Hour 2. Then we'll move over to hashtag Hullabaloo. Always have fun talking about what's going on with people's social media and such. And I've got one friend of mine, Brad, who I found a treasure trove of fun stuff that we'll share with you in hashtag Hullabaloo this week. And as we wrap up today's show in Hour 2, we'll look at the brand new movie. Some good ones hitting theaters this weekend. We'll look at what's going on in the NFL, NASCAR, and PGA Golf, what they're doing this weekend. All that ahead on the Y'all Show. And we close it out as we do our tradition of playing from Dixie with Love. That is our 
theme song here on the Y'all Show. If you want to call us, our number is 803-816-1170, and that's a number you can call anytime, 24-7. 803-816-1170, call or text that number. We'd love to hear from you here on this all-Southern program. Our website to catch everything, y'all, is y'all.com, Y-A-L-L.com. And we start off today's headlines with something coming from California and sadly another mass shooting as Ian David Long, a former Marine, a 28-year-old from Newberry Park, California, went into a country music nightclub in California in Thousand Oaks, shot up the place and leaving at least 13 people dead and at least 18 injured in this terrible shooting in Thousand Oaks. I just happened to be awake on... Wednesday night slash Thursday morning around 2 or 3 in the morning when this news broke and I was watching CBSN and they had the, the live coverage coming from Los Angeles' affiliate for CBS and just a sad, sad scene there and another mass shooting. And this time, this guy didn't have an AR-15. He went in there with a, a pistol that had a clip that he had automatic bullets loading into it and he just killed so many innocent people. And well, as a country music fan, I'm heartbroken that this would happen anyway, but for this to happen in a country music venue, which just last year we had that awful shooting at a country music concert in Las Vegas. In fact, you may have seen there was at least one or two people in this club in Thousand Oaks who were also at the shooting in Las Vegas in 2017. Talk about bad luck, and hopefully they got out of this uh, shooting here this week okay but yeah a horrible incident and they say this former marine was a machine gunner and was suffering from ptsd so remember i know i'm not a guy who's going to go out and beat the second amendment and saying it's the greatest thing ever I, I believe in the second amendment but i'm just not obsessed with it like some people are i'm not a gun owner okay so but i love guns they have a purpose and Guns don't kill people. People kill people. I, I believe that. But here is a case of a guy with mental issues. And, and don't we know that just about every... other Actually, other than the Las Vegas guy who had the worst shooting in American history, I, I don't think he was actually clinically proven to be cuckoo. I don't know what the guy was. But most every one of these people that have gone and killed people and created such horrible carnage a common thread, mental illness. And I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Nobody knows the answer to, to what we can come up with. You can take guns away, but people who have a warped mind, for whatever reason, in this case, this guy's got PTSD from serving in the military, you can't stop what people are thinking in their head. And it's just, unfortunately, a reality. I would. I think we all would love to have a solution to these things. We're tired of hearing about them. We're tired of having innocent people get killed by a madman. And these, these are Americans. These are our own people doing this. These are, in most cases, as a white male, these are mostly white male. The people that want to attack and say that white men are a bigger terrorist in America than anybody else... I'm not going to argue with that. If you look at the stats, most of them are. Now, are they 
white men that crazy or angry? I don't think any more than any other group. But just the common denominator, in most cases, that's what you've got. And I don't know. And this is happening in a place like California. This is a great area of Los Angeles County where this happened. This is a very affluent area. I happened to see right by the nightclub, there was a, a tennis club. You don't have tennis clubs in the less than desirable places in your community. And this was a, a great night. Young people out enjoying good country music. I was proud to see they had a place like this in that part of California. And these people go in to have a good time and they get slaughtered by a, one person. One person taking out 13 people, perhaps even more. And what a horrible thing in California. We, we wish everybody out there well. We know this isn't a southern connection per se. I don't have the list of all the victims Perhaps there's a southern connection, but this is a big enough deal with 13 people at least dead that it's a national story. And, and please pray for their, their families and for these innocent victims. And again, let's pray that this stuff stops. Let's pray that this, this carnage, this senseless carnage, you're always going to have a jealous lover shoot somebody. You're always going to have people shooting each other over drug deals gone bad or or fights in a bar and people die. That's going to happen. But these mass shootings where you have 10, 15, 20 people getting killed, we're all tired of it. Please. And I, you cannot blame the Middle East on this one. This one you can't blame race. I, I don't. I think the, the shooter was white and virtually all the victims were white. That, that had nothing to do with it. We don't really have the answer. But we, man, Lord, this is what this is when we need to, get, need to get on our knees and say, Lord, please show us the way and help us through this because it it could get a lot worse. I mean, we've seen in just in, in just over about thirteen months in the country music category alone, almost a hundred people have been killed innocently at a concert in Las Vegas and at this thing in in California this week. Now, that's just in a very strange subset, <laughs> just country music. We can go back to the the synagogue shooting the other day. Absolutely no reason for that. And we're just, I, I, please, let's, this is when I want to hear that Ann Murray song from the early 80s, A Little Good News. We're tired of reading about the fighting in Lebanon. Well, now the, the fighting's not in Lebanon. It's in places like Thousand Oaks. And we want a little good news in our news. And we want it to be a boring news day just about every day. We want to, just like she sang about, we want to learn about a county fair. And we need to, to go to, to God and ask for that kind of stuff. It's not That request is not asking too much. I'll ask it right now. Dear Lord, Father in heaven, please. Show us the way and, and keep us from killing each other for no reason whatsoever. The evil that takes over people. Forgive us, Lord. Show us the way. In your holy name, amen. Okay. Other headlines from the South. As we know, just before the carnage in California on that same day, Wednesday of this week, the president fired Alabama native Jeff Sessions as attorney general. And he put in his place a man from Iowa, attorney Matt Whitaker, as his interim replacement. And we see now protests going on. I saw some protests happening in New York City last night. 
And now, in places like Alabama, people are getting out and organizing to protest, I guess, the firing of Sessions, but also putting an ally of Trump in Matthew Whitaker as the acting attorney general. And in Alabama alone, I saw where there were some protests scheduled throughout that state, and you're going to see similar things going on around the, really the whole country, but even in the South, people mad. I think it's the same crowd, people that are going to be mad about anything Trump-related from the very day after his inauguration to, to, to the night after he got elected. And did, did you see the gif going around this week about people protesting after the Democrats take back control of the House, Republicans go crazy, and it showed a street of like Fifth Avenue in New York totally empty. Conservatives, we, we get mad about it, but we're not going to go out and, and do things. And somebody said, well, that's because Republicans and conservatives have jobs, so they can't go out and go march and do things like that. The Republican candidate for governor of Georgia, who also is, I think, appears or allegedly the presumptive winner of the governor's race this week in Georgia, Brian Kemp has now resigned as the Secretary of State in Georgia. And the whole confusion about this race continues as the race is still yet to be called between Kemp and Stacey Abrams, the Democrat. But she's been giving him grief for a while about remaining as Georgia's Secretary of State, which oversees the election. And now he's finally resigned. He's also declared victory in this race. So we'll keep our eye on the peach state between Brian Kemp and Stacey Abrams in this race that continues. And I see where a recount is likely now in Florida for both the Senate race there and the governor's race. Governor's race got a little bit more wiggle room for Republicans, but that Rick Scott-led Senate race could get rather intriguing in the next few days. All right, more political stuff. We've got a breakdown of this 2018 midterm election, and it has smashed 12 records as a result of what happened this week. And here's some of the records broken this week in the midterm election. The record for fundraising for congressional elections was broken. Early voter turnout in a non-presidential election was a record broke this week. The number of candidates running, the number of female candidates running, the number of female candidates elected, the number of LGBT candidates running, the number of women of color running, the youngest woman ever elected to Congress happened this week, the first American Indian woman elected to Congress happened this week, the first Muslim woman elected to Congress happened this week, the first Korean American woman elected to Congress happened, and Colorado elected its first openly, or they, they elected and it became the country's first openly LGBT governor. So some things going on. Some I don't necessarily think is that big of a deal. But according to the pundits, 12 records being broke this week in the midterm elections. Remember a couple months ago we had that awful tragedy where 17 people died in Branson when a tour boat sank on that beautiful lake there on the Arkansas border? Well, a federal indictment shows that 51-year-old Kenneth Scott McKee now faces 17 counts of misconduct, negligence, or inattention to duty by a ship's officer, resulting in death. And all this happened on that duck boat, a refurbished amphibious 
vessel originally used by the military during World War II, and it sank during that storm that popped up out of nowhere back in July. McKee is also accused of failing to properly assess the weather before and after the boat went into Table Rock Lake near the tourist town of Branson. And so he's now been indicted in a big way in Missouri this week as this tour boat, man, what a, what a horrible tragedy there that, that happened back in the summer. Now to the state of Florida and a highway patrol cruiser went 142 miles an hour in pursuit and then caught on fire. The FHP officer was chasing a Toyota RAV4 and he spotted the car going in the opposite direction and makes a U-turn over the center median and the speeder was traveling about 20 miles per hour over the speed limit and the report said that the fire likely started after pulling over the driver and the FHP car's underside, which was very hot from its 140 mile per hour journey, hit uh, it made contact with dry grass and a fire started. I didn't realize those guys were authorized to go that fast. But yes, Florida Highway Patrol, they're not they're not they're not letting you get away if you're going a few miles over the speed limit. In this case a guy going twenty miles per hour, gosh, he gets tracked down. And we don't know the officer here, but I'm not sure this guy needs to have a badge if he's that crazy to, to threaten people going that fast. I've, I've never gone anywhere close to 140 miles per hour in a car, and the, the fastest I've ever been was on the Autobahn when I was in Germany. Hey, we told you we had some Tim Tebow news, speaking of Florida, and this Jacksonville, Florida area native, is he's been promoted not on the SEC network. No, he hasn't been promoted to like the real ESPN yet. He should be. He, I really like him. He, Tim, I like you. You're awesome. I love what you stand for. I just wish you would get a little bit more boring slash conservative with your fashion and your hair. Uh, get away from some of that gel. That's me. Now, maybe the ladies love it. Although, Tim Tebow will be the first to tell you he doesn't really consider himself a ladies man. But yeah, some of his suits and the way he dresses a, a little bit not southern if you know what i mean but tim tebow has now been promoted to class 3a for the new york mets and he's been tabbed a great next step towards the big leagues remember when he first started playing minor league baseball the other year people thought it was a joke and his first bat from my hometown columbia south carolina's columbia fireflies his very first at-bat in single-A baseball, he hit a home run. <laughs> and he, he's been doing really good. The 2007 Heisman Trophy winner hit 273 and slugged six homers and 36 RBIs in 84 games for the Class 2A Binghamton Mets. And he, he ended up hurting a, a bone in his right hand, which required surgery and cut his season short. But this 31-year-old hit 301 in June and was hitting 340 in July before the injury. And he's expected to start for this AAA team, which is in Syracuse, New York. And if he if he's on there for any bit of time, he's going to get called up to the big leagues, and he'll be playing for the New York Mets. Uh, what a great job. Tim Tebow, he, he's very serious about his baseball. Is he the next, I won't call him Michael Jordan, but Bo Jackson was a darn good baseball player and a darn good football player, too. So we, we have a potential big, I guess, energy for baseball coming into 2019 if Tim Tebow finds his way on a major league roster. 
Hey, here's some news from the NBA. The Memphis Grizzlies have a new uniform. And this is pretty unique and pretty redneck, to be honest with you, but pretty cool, especially if you like wrestling. Because the city of Memphis, before it became a home for an NBA franchise, well, it was known for wrestling. And it still is. That wrestling's still got a, a huge presence in the Bluff City. And the Grizzlies have now unveiled a fourth uniform, the City Edition. And they'll be wearing this during the season's wrestling nights. And this is a gray and gold uniform with a hint of blue. And it pays homage to Memphis's wrestling history. And so the Grizz will wear the uniform six times this season. And it will start tomorrow when they play the Philadelphia 76ers. The side panel of the shorts features the letters G-N-G in reference to the grit and grind style play of the Grizzlies. And the steel gray is a tribute to the steel chairs and steel cages that are a staple of Memphis wrestling. And the use of Bill Street Blue on the collar and waistline represent the ropes around a wrestling ring, complete with the MEM turnbuckle in the front. Now, they don't have a belt, the good old wrestling belt, but every promotional photo I see of the Grizzlies have them holding a belt. So I, I assume that will be part of part of the attire on the bench during these six games that they're going to have in their wrestling-inspired basketball unis. And even the trunks that they're wearing, their shorts, kind of have the boxing, wrestling look to them. Pretty cool. I'll give Memphis credit. This is this is a good step to do something different. All these teams now have a, a really alternate, very, very much unlike the regular traditional uniforms. And the Grizz now doing this in Memphis, Tennessee. Now, we're just less than two weeks away. Yesterday was the two-week mark of when Thanksgiving is going to happen. So we're less than 14 days away from Turkey Day. And we have a listing now of what Thanksgiving, what it means according to Google searches. And Pecan Pie Recipes is reported to be the top November search in Arkansas, according to a Google Trends study by CenturyLink Quote. Yeah, people in Arkansas want to have their pecan or pecan pie recipe just in time for Thanksgiving. I need to Google that myself. Arkansas is not alone in its quest for tips to making a great pecan slash pecan pie. The study finds people in three neighboring states, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Oklahoma, also spent November Googling pecan pie recipes. I'll be honest, I have never Googled pecan pie recipes in my life, so I guess I'm missing the boat here. Other searches from other states around the country at this time of year. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade has been a big search on the Google. <laughs> I like how I said that. Alaska, a state famous for growing stunningly large vegetables during its extra-long summer days, was the sole state searching for pumpkin. And for Vermont and Connecticut, their Google searches, stuffing is New England's favorite Thanksgiving staple. So there you have it. And of course, if you go out to the Pacific Northwest, that area, its number one Google search related to Thanksgiving was, quote, vegan Thanksgiving. You can't have fun on Thanksgiving having a vegan Thanksgiving. Give me a break, Pacific Northwest. But yes, go to the South and you're going to get incredible Thanksgiving food. I can't wait. It can't get here fast enough. The food now all the other stuff I can do, I, I can, I can live without. But yeah, pecan, pecan pie, woo! Got to go, 
get that recipe right now. When we come back on the Y'all Show, General Gridiron's going to be here, and we'll tell you the latest with football news that is ahead on the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent. This car I'm driving, I overpaid big time. It was such a f- mistake. I should have just gone to Carfax.com, but I went to some other site. They gave me a price range? Oh, they were way off. Son of a... Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report, so you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Wherever you are this giving season, there's no better way to say happy holidays than with custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And right now, you can get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at Vistaprint.com. There are hundreds of our newest card designs to choose from. Or give a year's worth of joy by personalizing calendars full of unforgettable pictures. So get merry, get jolly, get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus, save on other photo gifts at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code HOLIDAY. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code HOLIDAY. And we're back here on the Y'all Show, the Friday edition with your host, John Rawl. And we have college football to spotlight here in this segment. And that the song we played there of the Florida State University, the Marching Chiefs, and the FSU football team now with touchdown Jesus this weekend as the Knowles try to look for the big upset against Notre Dame. And we have some news from the Irish as the starting quarterback there, Ian Book, will not be playing in Saturday's game against FSU due to a rib injury. And he is expected to be available for Notre Dame in their next game, which will be next weekend against number 13 Syracuse. Book suffered the rib injury in last week's win at Northwestern. He finished playing in the game, but yeah, he's got an injury and is not expected to play in that game tomorrow against the Knowles. So can FSU pull a big upset? Well, the likelihood of that happening has gone up thanks to Book not being in the contest. Now to games that are coming up tonight in college football. If you are making your plans to catch a little football before Saturday, 
The Louisville Cardinals are trying to get their first win in the ACC. They're 0-6 in the ACC. They play at Syracuse tonight. And again, it starts at 7 Eastern in the Carrier Dome. And out west tonight, it'll be Boise State hosting the Fresno State Bulldogs. The Fresno State is ranked 23rd in the country. This game at Albertson Stadium on the blue turf of Boise. Now tomorrow, got a whole group of games that you don't want to miss. And this first game that the general is going to tell you about features the Clemson Tigers and the BC Eagles. Big game, college game day will be in Chestnut Hill. And the general, the general of gridiron glory fame, that is, the general gridiron himself is here and ready to file his latest report for week 11 of college football. Take it away, general. Welcome into the bunker of General Gridiron, Field Marshal of Football Forecasting. We're about to map out the way this college football weekend is going to go. Will your favorite team be marching to victory, or will the enemy be taking your battle flag? Well, we got past last weekend's SEC Giant Division Battles. What a joke, Kentucky and LSU. Both you felines went hiding in the corner when the opportunity for a big home win and a ticket to Atlanta was on the line. But congrats to Harry Dog and Big Al, the conference championship berth. Now, on to week 11. So grab your helmet and man those battle stations. Get ready for another round of General Gridiron's football foretelling. Clemson at Boston College. We'll start this week's picks with the biggest game in the land. We know how good the Pickens County Paw Patrol is and that the stars have aligned for Team Dabo to punch their CFP ticket for the fourth straight season. But up in Beantown, the number 17 Eagles seem to have put on their war paint and are ready for another Boston Tea Party. BC's in Chestnut Hill for this college game day spectacular, and the frenzy here just might eclipse recent Patriot and Red Sox celebrations. Will Steve Adazio's bunch of ballers pack their kai right on top of the South Carolina agrarians? You betcha. The Generals' victor, Boston College, and a big old Beantown upset. Mississippi State at Alabama. The Tide got out of Death Valley without a scratch. And with three home games to close the season against the Bullies, next week versus the Citadel, and the Iron Bowl versus All Barn, fans of the Capstone should be able to take the rest of the season off until the SEC championship game. But it's exactly that kind of arrogance Nick Saban is on guard for. If tricky Nick Fitzgerald's allowed to run and a few cowbells get snuck into BDS, this could be a game for a quarter. The Hawaiian under center will have a field day for a half. Then it'll be Mac Jones to the rescue time. The tide rolls early and often. The Generals victor, Alabama. Florida State at Notre Dame. In the old days, like two years ago, this showdown in South Bend would have been the envy of college football fans across the spectrum. But after Jimbo Fisher escaped the dumpster fire inside the FSU football program, Things haven't exactly improved. The Irish survived a trap game in Evanston last Saturday night, and this week's home tilt versus the TPers from Tallahassee could be their last game before the CFP that includes a team rich with athletic physique. One giant problem, this Knowles team might have the muscles, but not the moxie. The Generals' victor, Notre Dame. Auburn at Georgia, the Deep South's oldest rivalry. With Ugga already chewing on the SEC East bone in the doghouse, this clash between the hedges may not have quite the drama some of these battles have had in recent years. The wheels just about fell off the Gus bus this season, 
but the Plainsmen have had quite the rally with two straight SEC West wins. The dogs will be swift, both literally and figuratively. DeAndre's already scampered into the end zone on seven occasions. <laughs> and with all these schizophrenic D, that tally will only go up this weekend. The Generals, Victor, Georgia. Oklahoma State at Oklahoma. Bedlam. What a great rivalry in college football. But just as I asked at this same point last year, what in the world are these two in-state arch rivals doing playing on 10 November? This game should be the last regular season contest played by OU and OSU. Period. End of story. The Sooners need this home win to keep up with emerging Big 12 contender West Virginia. And apologies, a moment ago I called Auburn's defense schizophrenic. Strike that from the record, Your Honor. The only team that wacky word should be attributed to is Oklahoma State. Winners two weeks ago versus Texas. Losers last week to the Bad News Bears of Baylor. The Generals' victor, Boomer Sooner, Oklahoma Rolls. Ahead on General Gridiron, a whiskey barrel and a victory bell are on the lines at games played at Neyland Stadium and Wallace Wade Stadium, respectively. Plus, the Sun Belt's East Division picture will get a whole lot clearer after Troy and Georgia Southern get after that, well, you know. Keep it here. General Gridiron will be right back. This car I'm driving, I overpaid big time. It was such a f- mistake. I should have just gone to Carfax.com, but I went to some other site. They gave me a price range? Oh, they were way off. Son of a... Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report, so you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. Wherever you are this giving season, there's no better way to say Happy Holidays than with custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And right now, you can get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at Vistaprint.com. There are hundreds of our newest card designs to choose from. Or give a year's worth of joy by personalizing calendars full of unforgettable pictures. So get merry, get jolly, get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus, save on other photo gifts at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code HOLIDAY. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code HOLIDAY. Howdy, soldiers. This is General Gridiron back with you. Each week, this fabulous football forecast is heard on some of the finest radio stations where college football rocks. WTKE FM 100.3 FM, 93.5 FM, and 97.1 FM. The Ticket Sports Network on the white sandy beaches of Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Pensacola, and Panama City, Florida. And Fun Radio, KBYO FM 92.7 in the home of the Warhawks, Monroe, Louisiana. We appreciate all of our radio affiliates. Now, let's get back into the football fight. Kentucky at Tennessee. Roll out the barrel. Big Blue Nation currently has a one-game win streak in this rivalry game and pathetically have only won this contest twice since 1984. Will this trip down to Neyland be the cure? as Scratch is certainly singing the blues after last week's home thumping to Georgia. The Vols come into this on a win streak, something rare along the Tennessee. Big Orange sophomore field general Jarrett Garantano has progressed this season, but a pesky UKD just might be his downfall this weekend. The Generals' victor, 
The battle for the beer barrel goes to Kentucky. Washington State at Colorado. Mike Leach and his mustachioed QB are still nearly flawless, and the Pirate is optimistic a bounty of pigskin booty will sail his way before the final college football playoff pairings are revealed. The Cougs wind their way to Buffalo country, where Ralphie has big plans to make a mess of the Palouse platoon. The Buffs are treading water at 5-4, and four, and a win at Folsom Field is critical to their after-Christmas planning. Sorry, CU. See you next year. The Generals' victor, Washington State. Virginia Tech at Pittsburgh. For Pitt's sake, the Panthers are sitting atop the Coastal Division. A fantastic road win last week at UVA and other teams in the division with a topsy-turvy year. And voila, the 4-1 in the ACC fighting Narduzzi's are doing just that, fighting. Justin Fuente's chair is getting a little warm in Southwest Virginia. He didn't slip into the throne built by Beamer to take the program down a few notches. The Hokie Birds will strut the Hines, but them big city boys will beat the wishbones out of VT. The Generals victor, Pitt. Troy at Georgia Southern. A pair of 7-2 overall teams meet up along beautiful Eagle Creek with control of the Sunbelt East at stake. After a big win over top 25 App State, GSU simply couldn't back that up and lost to Arkansas State last weekend. The Trojans are a perfect 5-0 in the Sun Belt. <laughs> oh, and they've also notched a win over the Nebraska Cornhuskers, but I digress. The Wiregrass Warriors will get out of the borough and improve their postseason possibilities. The Generals' victor, Troy. Texas at Texas Tech. Two teams looking for Big 12 leftovers merged this football Saturday in wild, wonderful West Texas. Raider Red really, really hates that burnt orange color, and he's been saving up a salvo to pepper that beast known as Bevo. The weird Austin cattle methodically meander to Lubbock County with their tails tucked beneath. TTU is aiming to win this standoff for the third time in four years. <laughs> and guns up, the going band from Raiderland will get one heck of a workout this weekend. The Generals' victor, the Chancellor Spurs go to Texas Tech. We've already looked at the weekend's biggest battles across the nation, but hang on to your helmet. There's more around the corner. We'll be back in just a second to wrap up this week's General Gridiron with our rapid fire picks. At Ulta Beauty, the holidays are all about letting your inner glam shine through at every occasion. So whether you're getting ready to show them who's boss at the office party with pink and berry shades from Urban Decay's new Naked Cherry Palette, or you're getting ready for a mistletoe moment with colorful, kissable lip kits from brands like Tarte, ColourPop, and Anastasia, Ulta Beauty is here to help you shine brighter all season long, from Friendsgiving to New Year's Eve. Get ready to gift. Get ready to glam. Get ready to shine brighter. Only at Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. The natural habitat of a creepy doll is a horror movie. It can't help being creepy. It's that small, fixed smile and those never-closing eyes, always watching you, plotting, which you're imagining. It's mindless. But when the creepy doll hears that Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them easy access to emergency roadside service through an award-winning app, it knows you should switch. Because, yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. The only question is, how did the creepy doll move from the bedroom to the hallway? I would get out of the house. This is General Gridiron back with you. 
we've already maneuvered through this weekend's Frontline College Football Showdowns. Now, it's time to fix bayonets and storm the field with our rapid-fire football forecast. Ohio State tops Michigan State. LSU's back on track at Arkansas. Michigan routes Rutgers. UAB wins against Southern Miss. South Carolina spurs Florida. UCF joust Navy. Miami runs over Georgia Tech. Louisiana Tech steams Rice. West Virginia, no problems, versus TCU. Penn State pummels Wisconsin. Oregon in a close one at Utah. Northwestern neutralizes Iowa. Texas A&M gigs Mississippi. South Florida silences Cincinnati. Temple has a hoot at Houston. California spanks USC. Kansas State keeps the Governor's Cup versus KU. McNeese lassos Northwestern State. Missouri traps Vanderbilt. And for the third straight year, Duke rings the victory bell after putting a whooping on North Carolina. Well, troops, you can now put your swords back in their scabbards. We're all out of picks on this week's edition of General Gridiron. We'll be back again next week. Same General Gridiron time, same General Gridiron station. So don't forget to tune us in on the radio, Facebook, YouTube TV, and the newest and hottest talk show in the South, The Y'all Show. And don't forget to tell your friends all about the show. Just search for General Gridiron. This is John Rawl, the General of Gridiron Glory, thanking you for letting me be a part of your weekend. General Gridiron is a production of CRM Sports. For more, log on to crmsports.com. That'll be all, y'all. Well, 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 General Gridiron, we will be keeping track of all your predictions as you have some good ones here for week 11 of college football. This is the Y'all Show where we love to talk college football, but we love to talk politics. And when we come back on the other side of this timeout, Howie Morgan will be back, and he was on our show yesterday. We've got a little portion of that great interview here on our Friday Rewind, and he's going to talk about Election 2018, some of the great components of what happened this week around the South. This is the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Talk with a Southern accent. Don't go anywhere. Well, they said you just can't go back. Well, on the Y'all Show, well, you, you kind of can. Because here on the Y'all Show with John Rawl, each and every Friday, we have what we call our Friday Rewind, where we do go back and we pull out a good interview from the week. And that's what we're going to do right now. On Thursday's show, we had Howie Morgan of the Election Impact Group stop by. And Howie is a political nerd. He, he told us as much. And he keeps track of races. He works on races. He's been all over the country for more than 25 years working on campaigns, helping people get elected. He loses some. He wins some. And a great friend of the program. And we were glad to catch up with him and get his thoughts on this newly elected group of politicians around the South and the whole country, for that matter. And so we're going to go now and listen to a little portion of our Thursday conversation with Howie Morgan. And if you want to hear the interview in its entirety, simply go into Apple iTunes and go into Apple Podcasts of iTunes, and you can get any of our shows that we've done. We've done more than 100 episodes of the Y'all Show now, and you can listen to all of Thursday's interview. You can listen to any interview we've ever done here 
I'll leave you also, if you go there to Apple Podcasts, or if you don't have Apple and you're looking for another way, go to y'all.com and you'll see the link for the Y'all Show. And when you go there, you'll see the link to the archives and you'll be accessing any of our more than 100 shows, as we said. All that free of charge. We want you to be a part of the Y'all Show. And if you like it, share it with a friend. And if you don't like it, well, let's just let, let that be our little secret here on the show. But without further ado, here is Howie Morgan, Election Impact Group, as we rewind back to yesterday in our conversation about Decision 2018. So you said that both parties get a C. So how do they go on from this point forward, Howie? How do both parties advance? I think the Democrats have to realize they have a problem with their messaging. And if you want to keep being the party of grievance, the party of uh, of, of disappointment and say that we've been discriminated against women are held back minorities are held back etc etc that's just not a very positive message and people don't believe that for the most part uh this is a great country with great opportunity and because you're not successful in life it's not our fault it is likely your fault and that message just doesn't sell and that blue wave they talked about was a complete joke people don't vote they don't care. And there's a reason why us older people can make fun of millennials. They don't come out and vote because, you know, I, I saw a, a comedian named uh, a Triumph the Insult Comic Dog, and he told Beto O'Rourke, are you concerned about the fact that half your voters think they can vote on Instagram? Social media is not real life. And the Democrats have got to realize they have, they have a bad message and they – I mean, if they hate Donald Trump so much and think he's so bad for America, why in the world are they not winning at the ballot box? They have to recognize that. But Republicans also have to recognize that we are losing the battle of ideas because we're not talking about ideas. We're talking about President Trump. And that's not a good idea for me, for long-term success, for anybody. You can't have everybody praised Obama or Trump, or any leader, because when he goes away, and he will go away, what are you left with? And the Republicans have always been believed that we are the champion of ideas, and we're not talking about ideas. We're not talking about the conservative approach to health care. We're not talking about the conservative approach to the opioid crisis and the drug war and those kinds of issues that Republicans should talk about. We didn't even talk about the economy. We have a huge, great economy we're not talking about that either. So we're, we're losing on the messaging. And so I give both of them a C. All right. Well, what would you give President Trump specifically? I think Trump did a um, – I give him a B. Really? Um, I, I think he did a good job of what he wanted to do. I may disagree with what he, he's doing but because tactic-wise, I, I think it's, it's, it's too short-sighted. But there's no doubt that what he did was successful. His idea was to win the Senate, and then, and then he did. Now, again, there was natural territory for us, and we should have picked up seats in the Senate no matter what. But there's no doubt that he um, said he wanted to do X, and he did X. So give him a good grade on that. Fantastic info from Howie Morgan of the Election Impact Group, and he was our guest on the Thursday Y'all Show. Again, if you want to hear that interview in its entirety, we covered a bunch of stuff. We only were able to run a little bit of that here on our Friday Rewind Go to y'all.com, look for Y'all Show, you'll see the archives. It's right there, it's free, and it's a great way to 
hear what Howie had to say about all things Southern politics and more. Well, that concludes hour one of today's Y'all Show. When we come back in just a few minutes and kick off hour two, David Lee Murphy is standing by with his great country music songs, Party Crowd, Dust on the Bottle. And then we'll pay tribute to this being the weekend where World War I ended 100 years ago. Armistice Day is Sunday, and we're going to play over there. So if you want to feel a little patriotic, we're going to talk about World War I, the Great War, the war to end all wars, it was said at the time. We'll talk about that, and then we'll have hashtag hullabaloo in hour two, and we'll conclude things with a look at the NFL this weekend. And from Dixie with Love is our way of sending it off for the weekend. So keep it here. This is the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent with yours truly, John Rawl. We'll be back, y'all. This car I'm driving, I overpaid big time. It was such a mistake. I should have just gone to Carfax.com, but I went to some other site. They gave me a price range? Oh, they were way off. Son of a... Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report, so you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. Wherever you are this giving season, there's no better way to say Happy Holidays than with custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And right now, you can get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at Vistaprint.com. There are hundreds of our newest card designs to choose from. Or give a year's worth of joy by personalizing calendars full of unforgettable pictures. So get merry, get jolly, get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus, save on other photo gifts at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code HOLIDAY. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code HOLIDAY. It's Friday. This is the Y'all Show with John Rawl. David Lee Murphy kicks it off this hour with his back-to-back songs of great fun. Enjoy. She couldn't keep from crying when she told me goodbye. But I knew the Lord it was breaking her heart that she was breaking mine. So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. So I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights, misery looking for some company. And tonight I'm looking for a party crowd, slamming the back and laughing out loud with the smoke so thick, the blues can't hang around. With the jukebox jumping like I just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party crowd It'll dawn on me tomorrow Wherever I wake up I'll look back and try to recall Just where the heck's my truck so take my keys and lock them up tight And let the good times flow And I worry about tomorrow when it comes to light The night's still young and I'm on the road tonight I'm looking for a party crowd Slamming them back and laughing out loud 
With the two fights are jumping like they just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party For a party crowd Slamming them back And laughing out loud Where the smoke's so thick They don't show on a Friday We're glad that you have joined us Sing, sing, sing Just don't care If they're dancing over here Or fighting over there I'm making the rounds And looking for a party crowd All over the South, y'all Roll that one to dance, sing Party cries, slamming them back And laughing out loud with smoke so thick The blues came hanging around Yes, one more time With the jukebox Jumping like it just don't care If they're dancing over here Or fighting over there I'm making the rounds And listening to the y'all show Music Row, why don't you give me a record deal? No, just kidding. I am glad to not be a singer. I'm more of a talker. I'm the talking kind. But hopefully you did your best there singing on this Friday afternoon, Friday evening, whatever the case may be, whenever you're getting us here on the Y'all Show on great stations across the land of cotton. We are glad that you have joined us, and we're going to put you in the right mood here for the weekend. David Lee Murphy had that great song. He followed it up with this great song as the hits continue here on this workday finale, here's Dust on the Bottom. Trio Williams, they lived down a dirt road. They made homemade wine like nobody I know. I dropped by one Friday night and said, can you help me, Creole? I got a little girl waiting on me and I, I want to trade her right. He said, I got what you need, son, as we step down in the cellar. He reached through the cobweb as he turned on the light. I said, there might be a little dust on the bottom, but don't let it fool you about what's inside. There might be a little dust on the bottom, but it's one of those things that gets sweeter with time. You were sitting in the porch swing as I pulled up the driveway. My old heart was racing as you climbed inside You stayed over there close as we drove down to the lake road Watched the sun fade in that big red sky I reached under the front seat and said Now here's something special It's just been waiting for a night like tonight There might be a little dust on the bottom But don't let it fool about what's inside There might be A little dust on the bottom But it's one of those things That gets sweeter with
Friday free for y'all, our mantage of awesome music, and that the second of two DLM standards here, Dust on the Bottle. Well, hello there. We are all about the South. We're all about the good old U.S. of A. here on this All Dixie program, and this weekend is special. This weekend, we have a holiday coming up on Monday. It's going to be called Veterans Day. And the post office is closed. I've already gotten a signs when I went in there yesterday. All over the place. We're not going to be open. Monday, it is Veterans Day. Well, it wasn't Veterans Day until, well, not, I think it might even still have a, a co-name. But truthfully, this weekend happens because it was the Armistice Day. Armistice Day celebrates the end of World War I. On November 11th, 1918, at 11 o'clock, the guns silenced, the bells rang, and this awful war in Europe, of which America entered in 1917, came to an end. And they had an armistice. And so America created a holiday called Armistice Day, which morphed into Veterans Day. I still call it Armistice Day. But if you're going to call it Armistice Day, there's no better weekend than this weekend to go back to the original name because this is the 100th anniversary of Armistice Day. And I, I'm going to tell you some cool stuff about World War I right now that you may not know because you may not even care about history. You may not care about military history. And you certainly probably don't care much about World War I. But this, this is a special time this weekend as we mark the 100th anniversary of that war coming to an end. Millions of people killed. America lost a lot of GIs. They called them doughboys in that time period. And around the South, this weekend, I'm aware of towns that are going to be ringing their church bells at 11 o'clock on Armistice Day, on November 11th. Now, some may be pushing it back till Monday, which is going to be the federal holiday for Veterans Day. But yes, this is a big deal. Uh, in 100 years ago, they didn't have TV. They didn't have radio they didn't have a newspaper that could be delivered in a timely manner so honestly the reason the church bells rang out was because that's how people found out the war was over you might have been working in a field somewhere and you heard heard all these bells ringing you're like what is going on and you find out hey that awful war that your loved one may have gone over there and fought in is over it's over over there and that's why it's a big deal and i love the fact that there are churches and other places that have bells going to be ringing this weekend so check it out wherever you are living find out if your church or your community is doing some kind of observation of the centennial mark of the ending of world war one 
President Donald J. Trump is hopping on Air Force One and flying to France this weekend for the commemoration of the ending of World War I. So the war's front and center from a political standpoint this weekend. And I've been working on a documentary on another project that I've learned a lot about World War I in the last couple of weeks. Actually, I found a guy in Brentwood, Tennessee, who has the largest collection of World War I memorabilia by any one person probably in the world. And I got a chance to go interview him the other day. And he has about 400 collections in the basement of his home. And when I say collection, what I mean by that is he has bought or it's been given to him the collections of soldiers of doughboys almost all of which are u.s soldiers but some he's got some german stuff he's got some british stuff but i had a chance to spend about two hours down in his in his basement in his bunker and when i say collection he's got the uniform a person may have had he's got the letters he's got the photos he's got all kind of knickknacks there was one guy who, who fought in World War One? who was, uh, what do they call them, the people that collect everything. He, he, was, he was one of those folks, okay? And when he came back from over there, he kept in a trunk everything imaginable. And I saw it with my own eyes. I saw toilet paper that was 100 years old on display the other day. This, this doughboy kept the issued toilet paper of the time period and i saw it i don't think i would use it but it's amazing that it's even still there and of course he had all kind of things you just you just wouldn't imagine one thing that really struck me in the civil war because that battle those battles were right here in the southland it it was rare but not that totally rare for a soldier's uniform to end up with the family even if that soldier died, they, the, the, the body may go back to the family. But oftentimes, some kind of part of that uniform would, would go back to the family. In the, grieving, in the grieving process, that would help out. Well, since this was the first war that Americans in mass had gone across the ocean and fought on foreign land, it was really not even heard of that a uniform of someone who died would even be preserved. Well, I saw a uniform at this man's place in Brentwood, Tennessee, and it was an army officer who served in the war, and shrapnel got him on the backside, and there was a hole in this really nice army coat from 100 years ago on his backside. You could see the hole, and this soldier died from that injury. And for whatever reason, those around this doughboy packed up that uniform and sent it to his family all the way across the ocean and and it was preserved and this the man that i went and interviewed had it on a like a mannequin and if you hadn't really paid attention you would never have guessed that hole on his back lower back side would have helped lead to his death in the great war and that's just one of like i said 400 stories amazing stuff i i'll have to tell you when this documentary is released in the coming days how you can watch it it's going to be fascinating and this is only about one county that i'm working on here williamson county tennessee and their role in world war one hey i'd love to go to every county 
and talk about anything in the South. I love the South and I love our stories, but really fascinating to focus on the Great War here at this 100-year anniversary. Well, the song, if there's going to be one song played that relates back to World War I, it's Over There. This was a song that came out in 1917, written by George M. Cohan, and he was probably the most famous songwriter at the time, and it helped galvanize the war effort. Now, if you're not familiar with George Cohan, he was an entertainer, a playwright, composer, he was a dancer, and he wrote such great songs, not only Over There, but he also wrote The Yankee Doodle Boy and You're a Grand Old Flag. So very, very well-known person. And he's considered the father of American musical comedy. And his life and music were depicted in the Academy Award-winning film Yankee Doodle Dandy, which came out in 1942. And the musical in 1968, George M. And I had no idea. There's a statue of George M. Cohan in Times Square in New York, and it commemorates his contributions to American musical theater. So there aren't that many statues in Times Square, and this man, George Cohan, had one of them. Now, he was not from the South. He was born in Rhode Island and lived in New York most of his life, but just an amazing talent. And he wrote over there, again, for the doughboys going over to fight. And here on the Y'all Show what better song to get us back into that mindset of a hundred years ago and our heroes who answered the call. And honestly, if America had not gone into the war and kind of helped be that one little edge that gave the allies the momentum, this war could have been lost and, or, or never, <laughs> there may never have been a world war two. It only been world war one. We might even still be fighting it. Who knows? But go look at it sometime. If you have a chance to, to check out, Anything to do with World War One? It's it's a fascinating. There's been some darn good movies about World War One. Even War Horse, a Steven Spielberg movie from a few years ago, was centered around the war, and it is fantastic. Here is over there. Enjoy it here as we remember the boys of yesterday, the Doughboys. Johnny, get your gun, get your gun, get your gun. Take it on the run, on the run, on the run. Hear them calling you and me. Everyone for liberty Hurry right away, no delays of day Make your daddy glad to have had such a lad Tell your sweetheart not to pine To be proud of our boys in line Over there, over there Send the word, send the word over there That the Yanks are coming
Fantastic song there going all the way back 100 years ago to the song written by George M. Cohan over there as we remember World War I. And as I said, there's some good movies out that you can check out. Someone, actually the man I was telling you about who has the collection of over 400 people on display at his home in Tennessee, he told me, I said, is there a really good movie you would recommend about World War I? And here's what he recommended. I watched it. It is fantastic. It's about the British effort. It's not about America's effort. But it is a great movie that just came out last year. It's called Journey's End. And it really gives you an inside look at what it was like to be in those trenches fighting in this terrible conflict from 100 years ago. And we hope you enjoyed our patriotic song there. And remember, World War I. And there's a darn good chance you have someone in your family who fought over there. Keep them in mind. Go look it up. That's only going back 100 years. It might have been a grandfather, a great-grandfather perhaps. But check it out. You deserve to know about your your family. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we'll have hashtag Hullabaloo. You don't want to miss it as the Y'all Show continues. This car I'm driving, I overpaid big time. It was such a f- mistake. I should have just gone to Carfax.com, but I went to some other site. They gave me a price range? Oh, they were way off. Son of a... Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report, so you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. Wherever you are this giving season, there's no better way to say Happy Holidays than with custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And right now, you can get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at Vistaprint.com. There are hundreds of our newest card designs to choose from, or give a year's worth of joy by personalizing calendars full of unforgettable pictures. So get merry, get jolly, get 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus, save on other photo gifts at Vistaprint.com. Just enter promo code HOLIDAY. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code HOLIDAY. Rocking and rolling here on a Friday. This is the Y'all Show. Talk with a southern accent with your host, John Rawl. On the web, we are y'all.com. And our number, 803-816-1170, our text line. That is 803-816-1170. Hey, what time is it, you ask? What 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 time is it? Well, you hear that music. It's time for hashtag hullabaloo on a Friday. Heck yeah. Always a fun time to dig into what's going on on the good old World Wide Web or Twitter or Facebook 
or Instagram. You pick your poison here on the Y'all Show, and we will we'll spread the word. Start spreading the news. We're the Y'all Show on a Friday, and we've got our hashtag hullabaloo now. Okay, forgive me, Frank Sinatra, for butchering your great song. But we do start off our hashtag hullabaloo on this Friday with some things we don't like to talk about in the South, and that's the weather. And we're into November, and yes, things have changed. And we got to go out most days with a jacket on. And the question is, when does that jacket become a heavy coat? Well, it may have already happened for you. It may be coming soon. And in the spirit of that, <laughs> my friend Brad, he he doesn't post much on Facebook. But boy, when he puts those gifs out there and whatever else he wants to spread, when he wants to spread his, not hate, but absolute <laughs> gut busters that are just treasures, then I pay close attention to what Brad puts on Facebook. And here this week, Brad, I, I need to send you a bonus check because I've stolen some of your creativity and I'm going to share it with the entire South here on the Y'all Show today. So hopefully you don't mind, sir. Here's the first thing from Brad off of Facebook that I found. And this is a real picture. This is from a real television station. This is coming from Charlotte, North Carolina, and it looks like it might be the Fox affiliate there. And this is a weather forecaster giving what looks like a, a report. He's It's a picture of him doing the green screen and the image coming in and stuff. And the thing says, this is actual advice the news is giving to Southerners for driving in the snow. Now, hopefully you haven't gotten snow. Hopefully it'll be a couple of weeks or months away from you even having the slightest chance of snow in your part of the South. But in the Queen City of Charlotte, they put out someone's tweet about advice for driving in the snow in, south, in the South. And this is darn funny. I'm going to share it with you. This is something that they really did broadcast on Channel 42 in Charlotte. And it's Twitter advice from Chad, at Chad's SU there in North Carolina. And his tweet says, to advice for Southerners for driving in the snow, if you rarely drive on snow, just pretend you're taking your grandma to church. There's a platter of biscuits and two gallons of sweet tea in glass jars in the back seat. She's wearing a new dress and holding a crock pot full of gravy. <laughs> I guess that means drive very slowly and very cautiously when it's snow and ice on the road. But that's pretty darn funny and pretty darn southern coming from Chad's SU Twitter to the TV station there in Charlotte. Let me read that once again. Put a little smile on your face here. A, a deep-fried smile from Mecklenburg County, North Carolina. If you rarely drive on snow, just pretend you're taking your grandma to church. There's a platter of biscuits and two gallons of sweet tea in glass jars in the back seat. She's wearing a new dress and holding a crock pot full of gravy. Okay, amen to that. I don't think I ever took my grandmother to church 
and I know she never would have had a platter of biscuits and tea. I love my dearly departed grandmother, both of them, but neither one, well, one was a good cook, but I never took her to church. The other one who, we went to the same church, she was a horrible cook, except for grits. Boy, she knew how to make some great grits, and I still long for her grits, but that was the only thing that she could make. Ma, I love you. God bless you. And Granny, I love you too. But uh, yeah, that's that's funny there. Good stuff coming from Charlotte. Now we're going to pick on Kentucky. Hello, all you Kentucky listeners of the Y'all Show. I got to throw this in on a Friday because Precious Harris, who's on our show on Wednesdays with her Nashville music report, she is a diehard Kentucky girl. And we could never share this tease about her native state on a day that she's on our show. So we've got to push it back till today. And stealing a page from Charlotte, where we told you the actual broadcast team really did put that image up about driving on snow for the audience to look at. Well, this comes from a TV station in Kentucky, Channel 18. I think it's in Lexington, Kentucky. And they had, now I don't want to, this happens at every news station. It happens on CNN. It happens at all of your networks. And they're trying to quickly do Chiron and put words on the screen. And in in a rush, they have typos. Oftentimes, complete misspelling the words, words that make no sense because they're not a real word. In this case, coming from Lexington's Channel 18, this is a real word in this story. But it's, unfortunately for Kentuckians, the wrong word. And the, the, the Chiron here is a, it's going along with a story from Channel 18 where they went out and covered something in Laurel County, Kentucky. And it says, five arrested in math lab bust. I said it. I didn't say meth. I said math. Five arrested in math lab bust. Yeah, someone at Channel 18 just kind of mixed the A and the E and put in math instead of meth. And non-Kentuckians had a field day with that. And they put on this gif that I'm looking at, see, math is illegal in Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, when they're busting math labs, I guess math is not allowed in Kentucky. But they know how to make good old bourbon and they know how to race horses and we'll give them credit they even have a ho-hum football team for the wildcats this year and a horrible football team for the louisville cardinals this year i think even western kentucky is not doing so great murray state maybe you're hanging in there doing good this year i haven't checked on your standings lately but yeah kentucky which basketball season the the basketball team just got thumped by duke this week duke got almost 120 points against kentucky so I guess they're not good at spelling nor other than Kentucky football, not good at football, nor perhaps basketball in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. But I'm sure that will all get fixed. But they do their bourbon right for sure. Now, this is hilarious. And I have a very personal connection to this GIF coming from Brad that that I'm sure we're all somewhat guilty because I grew up in the dark ages when this didn't even exist. I grew up in a paper bag world. There was no such thing as plastic bags, except for trash bags that you took out to a garbage can. 
but the little shopping bags when you go to a store and they load you up with all these little plastic bags at Walmart, that didn't exist. If you're over the age of 40, you probably remember the days when that was the norm. It was. I remember I worked as a checkout clerk at Kmart starting in 1988. And they had just started having the plastic bags show up there then. And so I learned how to pack a mean bag <laughs> there at the Kmart. But prior to that, in the late 80s, early, go back to the 70s and early 80s, it was paper bags. In fact, I may have mentioned it on the show once before. I'm so old, and I still long just to even touch these things. If you went to a grocery store in the 70s, 60s, I'm sure as well, and you bought a half gallon of ice cream, they had a little paper bag type thing it, that it went into to help kind of keep it refrigerated does that ring a bell does that bring back a great memory from a long time ago i don't think anybody still does that but i know in the old days that was one of the things if you bought ice cream at the store they had this customized little it was made out of paper but it has like some insulation in it to help to keep that very important to keep that ice cream frozen that was a great memory from my childhood and when I was a youngster, and I'm sure for some of you listening, that might bring back a fun memory for you too. But that's not what this Jeff from Brad is about here today on Hashtag Hullabaloo. This is an image where you see two pictures. One on the left side is an empty garbage can, and on the right is an empty garbage can. The difference is one has a Walmart sack around it, and the other one has a Dollar General sack, which is, those are yellow, Walmart sacks are white, identical size garbage cans, but they put the trash bag, it, it, the, the garbage bag is actually the shopping bag from Walmart and Dollar General. Raise your hand if you do that on a consistent basis. If that is your garbage bags using what you get from the grocery store or from Dollar General. I'm raising my hand big time. I don't even buy garbage bags anymore. First of all, if you have a, I don't like to have smelly trash, let's be honest. And a garbage bag, oftentimes if you go get a one for your kitchen, it's going to be a gigantic plastic garbage can. And that means that it'll take a couple of days for that thing to get full. Well, I like to get that stuff out of there. If I've got food that I'm preparing that's going to have an odor, aroma, I don't want to have it for my own sanity, but also I don't want to attract rodents. And having garbage around will attract rodents. So therefore, I keep it small, y'all. <laughs> I I just simply have a small trash can, and 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 look, can I be? Can I tell you very something very personal? It's not even a trash can. I'm using like a little bucket that you might use out doing chores with in the yard or something. I don't, I don't even know what it was originally used for, but I I'm using a bucket, not a trash can, and I've just got a. One of these, I sometimes do the Walmart bag. I sometimes use a Dollar General bag. But it uh, seems like the Walmart bags might be a little bigger. But yeah, I wrap that bag around the bucket, and that's my trash can. So this GIF says, and it's got the two images of a Walmart trash can and a Dollar General trash can. It says, redecorating my bathroom. Can't make up my mind. Help me out, Facebook. <laughs> so looking for some decorating tips. What goes better in your bathroom, the 
the Walmart white trash bag or the Dollar General yellow plastic trash bag. I think the white looked a little better. And I got to give props to this national chain that has a big presence in some southern states. Academy Sports, they have awesome bags. Their bags are very resistant, I guess would be the term. They have very good molecular structure, <laughs> and they don't tear that often. So if you ever get a chance to go to a, an Academy Sporting Goods, keep, keep their bag because it, for whatever reason, they make them a little bit better at the academy, and and I just got to throw that out there. So I, I don't have any stock in that company, but I'm sure their stock's going to go up now that we're talking about their trash bag, or their their shopping bags, which some people like me have turned into trash bags. In fact, sadly, I've because I've discovered how good Academy's bags are. I don't use them for trash bags. I keep one around, and I'll use it when I go on a trip. And it'll be where I put my laundry. I'll put my dirty clothes in there. Now, I have a, a little mesh bag, too, but I, I, I like to have that Academy bag as kind of a standby for my dirty underwear. <laughs> I don't have dirty underwear. My, my underwear is perfectly clean at all times, yes. But, yeah, how about that? Dollar General, Walmart bags, we love them. And I know somewhere in your plantation you probably have a drawer where you've got like 100 of those things stuffed into it because you, you have them for just these purposes of putting trash or perhaps you have them for little Debbie or Johnny's lunch that they're going to take to school. Just fun stuff. And again, if you're old as a dinosaur like I am, you remember when these weren't even an option. So good to see that we've come a long way in our country. And because I'm such a dinosaur, I remember the old days where you had the old tube TVs, the, the days prior to the big widescreen HD TVs that are out there. Remember those days? The TVs that kind of had a knob on the front that you had to go turn clockwise to change the channel. And if you were lucky back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, you might have even had a TV that had a remote. But if you weren't lucky, which I had TVs that were not remote, with remote, I had the SANS remote TV option growing up in some cases. This GIF that I'm getting from Brad is perfect. Because it shows that old school television that had the knobs on it that you had to turn. No remote. TV with no remote. And it's got a picture of this TV and it says above it, My parents had a TV like this. There's your picture of the old TV. I remember because I was the remote. <laughs> I remember doing that a few times. Hey, John, turn that to channel 10. Okay. And you turn it in and, and oftentimes it would be staticky you had to get your antenna your rabbit ears just right those were the days now we have this beautiful nice clear digital tv but let's be honest folks it's not as all it's not all cracked up like it's supposed to be a lot of times it gets kind of finicky and it's not as clear as it should be and, and sadly because of the way that it's set up in, in digital tv world if you don't live right near the transmitter, if you don't live right in the main part of a, a city that's got digital television coverage, and you're out in the outskirts, if you're a country boy, you're hard-pressed to get a really good signal coming in because those digital signals, buddy, they cut off. They only go out a certain range, and then they're kaput. Where in the old days, you had an antenna, if you got it high enough, and you turned it 
just to the right spot, you could pick up stations from a long way away. I remember as a kid in South Carolina, I would sometimes watch for the fun of it. It was not that hard to get an Augusta, Georgia TV station. I still remember commercials on Channel 12, WRDW. 1101 Walton Way, General Freight Furniture. Yeah, see? And that was over an hour away from my home. But I even one time remember watching TV stations in Wilmington, North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina. And let's see, I remember it was hard to pick up Greenville, South Carolina, even though it was only an hour and a half, two hours away. Really don't remember watching them. I got Charleston sometimes. And I'm trying to think if I ever got Savannah. I don't remember getting Savannah. But it, depending on where you live in the South, you could usually find a market two to three hours away from you in the old days where you had the, the old school TV uh, TV antennas on your roof not roof on your roof and and so you did have a chance to watch that and i loved it and, and i would like that today today because growing up where i did uh, this was before the carolina panthers entered the nfl the tv station in columbia was a washington redskins designated market and so redskins games were on in south carolina north carolina up in virginia but I, I like the Falcons more than I like the Redskins, but I couldn't watch them in Columbia. So that's when you turn your antenna, take about 25 seconds to get that thing turned. And if you got the angle just right, you can pick up the station in Augusta, which carried the Falcons, and you got to, you got to watch another NFL team. Well, wasn't that cool? And that's the way it was in the old days. Nowadays, you don't have that option with this digital stuff and satellite. Eh. Just, just not as not as fun as it used to be. What's going on? And finally, from Brad, this is the one that made me laugh the most. Of all the craziness that he put out on his social media account this week, this one, I, I just about lost my lunch when I saw this one. It looks like a real picture, and I think it is. I, I don't think this was totally Photoshopped, but it's a picture of a, a Brahma bull Laying down on the pasture, having a good old time. Beautiful beast. Beautiful right there in that pasture. Looks like a good Texas steer for sure. And the bull's sitting there taking a break. And cuddled up next to this big bull, and it's probably a fake picture, but it looks real, is a pig. A little pig right up next to this bull. I don't know if pigs and cows get along or not in real life. But this GIF is actually answering the question for us here on the Y'all Show. Because what I'm looking at for Brad has this picture of the bull and the, and the pig like they're best of buddies. In fact, that's what it says. It says best friends, the cow and the pig. And this is not a cartoon. It's a real picture of a cow and a pig side by side. It looks like they're taking a nap together. Who knows? Best friends. Isn't that great? <laughs> Except for the next picture. And the next picture says, forever, and the image is of a delicious-looking cheeseburger with bacon on it. Best friends forever. The cow and the pig in the pasture, and the cow and the pig together on a delicious cheeseburger with bacon. I know that's a little bit, <laughs> that's a little tacky, I'm sorry for our vegan friends, but it was, it made me laugh, and I need laughter, we all need laughter. Hopefully you enjoyed this hashtag Hullabaloo this week. I I think I'm going to go get me a cheeseburger with bacon right now. Best friends forever. Yes, that's what they those two beasts are. 
When we come back, we're going to wrap up the Y'all Show for this week. We'll look at the NFL. We will look at what's going on NASCAR-wise, golf-wise. We'll have the latest in movie releases coming up, and then we'll close it up with From Dixie with Love. This is the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Talk with us Southern next. At Ulta Beauty, the holidays are all about letting your inner glam shine through at every occasion. So whether you're getting ready to show them who's boss at the office party with pink and berry shades from Urban Decay's new Naked Cherry Palette, or you're getting ready for a mistletoe moment with colorful, kissable lip kits from brands like Tarte, ColourPop, and Anastasia, Ulta Beauty is here to help you shine brighter all season long, from Friendsgiving to New Year's Eve. Get ready to gift. Get ready to glam. Get ready to shine brighter. Only at Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. The natural habitat of a creepy doll is a horror movie. It can't help being creepy. It's that small, fixed smile and those never-closing eyes, always watching you, plotting, which you're imagining. It's mindless. But when the creepy doll hears that Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them easy access to emergency roadside service through an award-winning app, it knows you should switch. Because, yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. The only question is, how did the creepy doll move from the bedroom to the hallway? I would get out of the house. Back now for the final segment of the Y'all Show on this Friday. We're closing the week down, and let's quickly zip through this segment. The new releases out in the theaters this week include The Grinch, and this stars Scarlett Estevez and Bennett Cumberbatch, that British actor. Boy, he's been in a bunch of good stuff. The Grinch out. Just in time for the holidays, this animated comedy. Also out this weekend, the crime drama thriller, The Girl in the Spider's Web, A New Dragon Tattoo Story. All right, this could be a little bit scary, so be on the lookout if you go to the theater for that one. Another movie out this weekend, Overlord. That is an action horror film directed by Julius Avery. And another movie out this weekend is The Front Runner, and that stars Hugh Jackman and Vera Farmiga and J.K. Simmons. I hope I said Vera. I know she's been in a bunch of movies like The Terminal, I think, was one of them. That George Clooney movie. She's a great actress. The front runner out this weekend. To the NFL and the New Orleans Saints have a new reserve to help out from the receiving standpoint after wide receiver Cameron Meredith has now had to have knee surgery and the Saints have signed Des Bryant. They signed him on Wednesday. and He'll play for a $600,000 contract based on a prorated $1.25 million base salary. And his contract, he can earn $500,000 in incentives. The Saints right now, the leader in the NFL, they just knocked off the undefeated, previously undefeated Los Angeles Rams on Monday night football. Des Bryant now sitting up for the black and gold of the Big Easy. And this is NFL-related, sort of, it's really more of a college story, but voters this week on Election Day, they voted in San Diego to help fund a new stadium for the San Diego State Aztecs. Remember, the Chargers were in San Diego for 50 years or so, but couldn't get a new stadium, and they ended up moving to Los Angeles, and now voters in San Diego have chosen to put money toward a football stadium as opposed to a soccer stadium. It's going to be a 35,000-seat stadium and it will be opened in about two years for SDSU, the Aztecs. And it will be set up to where it could be expanded to an NFL stadium. So that is good news for potential 
fans of an NFL team relocating to San Diego one day. Your NFL Sunday games, Chicago hosts the Detroit Lions. The Bengals host the surging New Orleans Saints. What other word could you use to describe them? The Falcons are at Cleveland. Tom Brady and the New England Patriots are in Music City to take on the Tennessee Titans. The Jags are at Indy. Arizona travels to Kansas City. The Buffalo Bills play at the New York Jets. The Redskins are in Tampa. The Los Angeles Chargers play at Oakland. The Dolphins are at Green Bay. The Seahawks play at the Coliseum against the Rams this weekend. The Cowboys take on their NFC East rival Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday night football. And on Monday, the New York football Giants travel all the way to the Bay and take on the San Francisco Giants in NFL action going on this weekend. Now to golf, and the Mayakoba Golf Classic is taking place right now, and that is in Mexico. And we have some leaders from the first round. Matt Kuchar, Georgia Tech golfer, he's one of the leaders on the tournament that's now the second PGA tournament for the new year. So we'll keep our eye south of the border of what's going on with the $7.2 million purse in Mexico, the Mayakoba Golf Classic going on this weekend for you golf fans. NASCAR fans, this weekend you're in Phoenix as the season is winding down quickly. It's the Monster Energy Cup playoffs and the raceway, the Phoenix International Raceway hosting that this weekend. Next weekend is the finale at Homestead. It's the finale race next Sunday, but this weekend the next to last game or contest of the year NASCAR going on at Phoenix International Raceway. And that will wrap up the Y'all Show here on this Friday. Hopefully you all have had a great week, and we're going to get through the weekend, have a great time, and be right back here on Monday to bring you more Southern goodness. We can't thank you enough. Thanks to our radio stations. Thanks to our listeners. Go into Apple Podcasts and set up your free subscription to Y'all where it comes to your phone every day without any reservation. You can just set it up and let your phone do the hard work. Or go to our website, y'all.com. I'm John Rawl. Thank you for listening from Dixie with Love. Our theme song will send us to the sunset. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you Monday. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. (sighs) Moving expenses. There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. 
And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646.